0: Nerds, dweebs, dorks, not born, but made. Nerds were once ridiculed, mocked, wedgied. Undeterred, nerds have persevered to take over the mainstream, defining popular culture. This is the story of one such nerd blazing his own middle-aged trail. And now he is determined to pass along his knowledge to the next generation. For this is... Hello! Welcome to Indoctrination, where we aim to discover if a 40-something dad can convince his children that the nerdy stuff he loves is cool. I'm your host, Tom Walworth, and welcome to my journey to paternal relevance, or irrelevance. Today is shaping up to be... A shorter episode it took a long time to put together, which is ironic, but, you know, life is life, so these things happen. The first episode we are going to talk about is Dreams in Darkness. It was first aired on November 3rd, 1992. It is 31st in the air order, but it is the 28th track on the first volume of the collection. The creative team of Judith Reeves-Stevens and Garfield Reeves-Stevens comes back, as well as Michael reeves different spelling so we're not going to talk much about them let's just go right to the voice cast in terms of the credited cast we have three people playing four roles the first of which is richard dysart who is playing one of the doctors at arkham and he is notable on imdb at least for his role as another doctor in the thing as another doctor in being there And in L.A. Law, a show in which he appeared in 171 episodes and the 2002 TV movie. But that's all I know about him. But he got to be kind of interesting since he uh, did a voice for Todd McFarlane's Spawn. What is this? The Games? Or what are these things? Animated Films of Spawn. So, you know, voice acting can take you a lot of different places, I guess. Richard Dysart died in 2015, and that L.A. Law TV movie was the last credit that he receives on IMDb. In the other Doctor role, we have Takayo Fisher, who is probably best known in recent years for her portrayal of Mistress Ching in Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, when they bring all of the various captains together as well as a small part in War of the Worlds, and playing a secretary for Brad Pitt's Billy Bean character in Moneyball, but she's been working as a voice actor and in various other shows ever since 1978. So, she's been around a long time, and this is a fairly innocuous role, much like the last actor for his Doctor role, which... Incidentally, if we get all the way through all the episodes, he does appear as the exact same character in Season 3. Takeo Fisher is still with us, and her most recent credit is the Babysitter's Club TV series from 2020 to 2021, about seven episodes, as Mimi Yamamoto. Now playing the dual role of the orderly and the spa saboteur is Ron Taylor. And Ron Taylor is best known for... Big black guy in Trading Places. And that makes me think that I would remember, but I do not. And also a Klingon chef in two episodes of Deep Space Nine. Also in Twin Peaks. So he's been in a lot of a lot of fun projects. He had four episodes in Matlock. His last credit was in 2002, which is incidentally the year that he died, um, for a movie called Ritual. So I don't have anything real sparkling to say about the voice cast. We have the same players that we did before with Batman and Scarecrow, which I've already talked about. So I guess I should just stop my blathering and get on to the review. We just finished watching
1: Dreams Dreams in Darkness. Darkness.
0: This episode does something I don't think we've seen in this show yet. That's the thing that is done very often now in TV shows where they show our hero in a place where we don't understand why they're there. And then we go backwards in time. And watch the story till it catches up with where we started. Usually, what happens in these episodes of other shows, you'll see the thing that's happening, and then you'll cut and it'll say twenty-four hours earlier. But where do we find Batman at the beginning of this episode?
1: In Arkham Asylum,
0: yeah. And he is in what we call a straight jacket. Have we seen people in straight jackets before in this show?
1: No. Nope.
0: I realize I am getting ahead of myself. We forgot to name ourselves for this show. What should I call you?
1: Solgaleo.
0: <laughs> a what a
1: Solgaleo.
0: Solgaleo? Solgaleo. Guessing that's a Pokemon. Yep. And? I see. This whole series is reminiscent of something called noir. Now, noir is a French word for black. It was one of those things where there was a lot of movies, where there were detective stories, and it was literally a dark picture. Like, they didn't have a lot of light coming into the camera, so it was called noir. It was lots of black imagery, Um, and that's when it was black and white film. Mm -hmm. So, another thing that happens in some of the noir films, especially ones with detectives, is the detective narrates their own story, and so Batman is narrating in his mind, I guess, because he's not actually talking. He's talking to us, but there's no other reason why he would be doing that other than he's just trying to recap what's going on in his life to himself. So we go back in time. What got Batman into Arkham? Um,
1: A fear toxin.
0: How did he get the fear toxin? When we went back in time, Um, where did Batman He was
1: at a spa.
0: At a spa. That's another thing this show really likes. There was a spa with the strange secret of Bruce Wayne, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: not to mention eternal youth. And now we have another spa in Dreams and Darkness.
1: Dreams and Darkness.
0: We were trying to figure out the name of this character who was committing the crime at the spa. And they don't give him a name. They just call him Spa Saboteur.
1: Spa Saboteur?
0: Yeah, the person who's sabotaging the spa.
1: Um, hold on. I heard a name.
0: I did too, but I don't remember what it was.
1: It was... Hmm, something. Oh,
0: I remember now. It was Torchy.
1: Torchy. <laughs>
0: the dumbest name. What did this guy look like?
1: He was in a blue coat. He was in a blue uniform with with a helmet on his head with a camera. Mm-hmm. And on his right arm, um, we, we can't see his right hand because there was a blowtorch and a drill connected to it.
0: Would you say it's possible that he didn't have a right hand? That his right hand had been removed and this apparatus had been put on his right arm instead of his hand?
1: Or maybe he just put on a special... Special glove? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe.
0: Regardless, he's doing something. What is he doing, Arceus?
1: Sealing something up more, or...
0: Sort of. He's attaching something to what very specific important thing?
1: A water. Oh, Oh, a water pipe.
0: So it looked like he was attaching something to the main water source for the spa, and Batman didn't know what it was, so he's going in and trying to stop it. And there's a fight, which is not super important, other than, as Sol Galeo was pointing out, he switched from the torch to the drill. hmm And at the end of the fight, Batman is ripping out the pipe that was just welded to the other pipe so it wouldn't be connected to the water source. He moves out of the way just in the nick of time, and what does Torchy do?
1: He drills into the machine, putting out a ton of fear toxin, and it infects Torchy a ton, but it only infects Batman a bit. A little bit.
0: So Batman takes the apparatus, whatever, to the Batcave, and what does he see in the Batcave?
1: Joker.
0: He sees the Joker, and he turns around. It wasn't the Joker. It was actually
1: Alfred
0: Alfred giving him some research. Yeah. But he's pretty certain that he knows who's behind this, right?
1: The Scarecrow.
0: Scarecrow. So Mm -hmm. Scarecrow is supposed to be in Arkham. Now we know from the last episode that we saw with the Scarecrow, which was Fear of Victory, that Scarecrow seems to be able to get out of Arkham whenever he wants. Last time he bribed an orderly. This time I'm not sure how he got out. Hold on.
1: I think he snuck in a blowtorch.
0: Do they ever tell us how he got out of Arkham?
1: No, but I'm pretty sure...
0: Well, they didn't tell us. We don't know. So there's no point in guessing, because we're just here to recap. We're not here to, to guess. We can talk about that at the end. If you want to say there was something missing from the show and that's what you want to add, you can add it. Okay, Batman is driving to where, Arceus?
1: Arkham Asylum.
0: And does he get there? No. What happens instead?
1: He sees Robin when he's driving and he crashes.
0: Yeah, he slams on the brakes and loses control. But he happens to be just outside the gates of Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. And as he's going into... Oh, I think we forgot. I forgot I forgot something kind of important. Yeah. The guy who was dosed, the guy, the saboteur, Torchy, is in the hospital, and Batman breaks into the hospital, and he asks the doctor to tell him what's wrong with him because he might be infected as well. They sample Batman's blood and said, yep, it's the same stuff, and here's the antidote. How long will the antidote put him out of action?
1: Two days. Yep.
0: Batman decides, I don't have time for that. I just have to fight through it. Has he been dosed by a fear toxin before? No. Nope. Yes. Yes, he was. Oh yeah. You remember the the very first episode where we see the origin of the scarecrow,
1: yep. which
0: was called um, actually no. Nope. Oh, what was it? it? Had fear in it, but I can't remember the name of the episode.
1: Um, you mean fear of victory?
0: Fear of victory was the second one. Oh, nothing to fear was the first episode with a very different looking scarecrow. I mean, look at look at that scarecrow.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Compared to how he looks in Dreams and Darkness, like that's a very different-looking scarecrow.
1: Uh-huh.
0: He's much scarier-looking.
1: Yes, he has, like, ugh, creepy eyeballs, and he has three teeth. And creepy teeth. Heck, that's he's, much
0: more, he's much more silly-looking and nothing to fear. At any rate, that takes us up to the point where he's driving in the Batmobile, and he crashes it, and they take him to Arkham. Torchy, when he was taken into the hospital, was saying all sorts of things that don't make any sense, like his eyes and blah, blah, blah. And Batman was saying things like, Joker's got a bomb.
1: Wait, when he's on whatever it's called, that can roll.
0: I forget what it's called. It at hospitals, the, the rolling bed. It's a gurney! And they almost take off his mask. But why don't they? I don't know. Do you remember what the doctor said? No. Nope. What might happen if we took the mask off of Batman?
1: He might.
0: Basically, he was saying that the mask was part of his delusions. By taking the mask off, it might make everything worse. Make him, I think they said he might make him catatonic, which is basically where he'll just stop functioning. So the doctors don't believe Batman, and they just keep giving him drugs to calm him down. Can you remember what happens next?
1: Uh, I forget.
0: Oh, right. so now we're caught up, and we're no longer in flashback, and the doctor comes in to talk to Batman again, and this is where Batman...
1: Has a little fight.
0: Yeah, he has a little fight. Oh, wait, no. Wrong. He didn't have the fight yet. They talk to him again, nothing really happens. And then we see a scene with Scarecrow doing his evil plan, and it is what Batman suspects. He is going to infect the water of the entire city. His workers are wondering if Batman's going to come and mess things up.
1: And he says no.
0: Basically, they asked if Batman was going to be dead. What does Scarecrow say? No. Not just no, but...
1: Yes. Maybe...
0: No, something far worse than death. They have all these trucks that are filled up with gas and stuff. We go back to Batman, and he has a scary vision. What's in the scary vision?
1: His Um, parents. His parents walking into a strange pipe, but it's actually a giant pistol.
0: And he kind of freaks out when he comes back to his senses. The doctor comes back, and that's when he is trying to explain, oh, wait, I did miss something. In the last scene with the doctor, he was saying that Scarecrow, Dr. Crane, must have gotten out of his cell. And they assured him that he hadn't. And in this one, they're telling him that, oh, yeah, you were right. He's not in his cell. And that's when we find out that there is a big reservoir right underneath Arkham. So Batman's like, I got to get down there. Mm -hmm. And they don't want him to go.
1: And they have a fight. They have a fight. Finally.
0: So Batman is fighting entirely wrapped up in his
1: um... What was it? Straight jacket?
0: Straight jacket. And he manages to fight off the orderlies and the doctor in his cell. When he gets out into the hallway, what does the security try to shoot, shoot him with?
1: With the tranquilizer dart, which means it puts you to sleep. Like, when you want to bring a wolverine back to the zoo, you gotta have a real strong tranquilizer dart to put it asleep for like three days, and when it wakes up, it'll be behind... Three foot thick bulletproof mm. glass. It's interesting that
0: you choose a Wolverine, because Wolverines have a reputation for being very protective and, and strong and can hurt you a lot. So the reason why you would need a tranquilizer gun is because you couldn't give it pills. Basically. So it's a way to forcibly make something go to sleep. It, does anyone actually get shot with a tranquilizer gun?
1: When a police, um, a One guy. of the guards.
0: Then he makes it down to the basement. And what does he see in his biggest scary vision before he... Confronts the scarecrow.
1: The Joker? Yeah, a rat turns into Joker.
0: And then what else do we see?
1: Joker.
0: Here we see Joker.
1: Yes. And, and then he rises up a giant penguin. And then the penguin's face just rips apart. No, no. Showing Two Face. No, he's skipping apart. Where the penguin lifts up his umbrella and he lets it swing up and whatever. laughs. Wow blah blah blah, I don't wanna know the
0: rocks come down on top of Batman,
1: yeah, and she falls
0: yeah that that's a uh, well. that bit of the of uh two faces face exploding out of the penguin's face was pretty graphic. I was not expecting and
1: that. then, I'll, he I'll, melts. I'll, I'll, I'll... and then he melts and it turns into poison ivy. I thought
0: he was gonna turn into Clayface, but he melts into poison ivy and even as he's being attacked by by poison ivy what does he say um you're not real right and eventually who pops out from behind poison ivy
1: robin and alfred Alfred.
0: and they don't seem to be very helpful and then he falls down this humongous long cavern that opens up in the floor only no, it's for no, it's a crack big crack goes <sighs> and he falls into it ah! And then he sort of comes to, and he walks over past the water to the place. Mm-hmm. We don't need to get into the details about you know he gets there, he fights the guys, big deal, well, blah blah
1: blah. Yeah, he gets the secu- he gets the clock stopped running and right. yeah blah. So yeah, he has another fight.
0: He stops the thing from going with like he has like I don't know twenty seconds left, and then Scarecrow gets away and he has a backup plan, gets it going again. Batman has to come over some more fears to get down to the place. What does he see when he gets to the second set of controls?
1: A snake, but a few seconds later he just grabs the snake, rips it out. No, no, the sn- snake is like...
0: Yeah, it was hilarious because the snake actually kind of looked a little scary at first, right? Kind of looked like it was almost like a real snake. And then when he grabs it, it had this like cartoonish like eyes bulging out of its head Mark. moment. Very much, it reminded me a lot of um, what's the character in the Robin Hood cartoon movie, the the snake.
1: Um, that like snake that. Uh... That's with
0: the, that's with Prince John. And
1: um. Prince John? You, Sir that,
0: Hiss. Sir Hiss. It, it, it reminded me very much of when Sir Hiss gets grabbed and his face goes, it you know, kind of explodes or, out.
1: But he hypnotized. Oh, we're not talking no, about okay.
0: we're not we're not talking about that. We're just I'm just saying that the snake that Batman hallucinated when he grabbed him by the neck looked a lot like sir hiss in one of those moments when robin or john or robin or little john managed to squish him at any rate that actually was a power cable giving power to the whole operation so he rips it out stops the clock there's sparks everywhere cuz electric electricity's going blah 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 and it blows up the thing and what happens to poor dr crane aka the Scarecrow. I'm looking at your sister. Let her talk.
1: He gets fear toxin. <laughs> the
0: next thing we see, he's in Arkham, and the very last thing we see. And,
1: wait, he's like.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not really saying much of anything. He's not like saying things and not making sense. He's just not saying anything at all.
1: He's just
0: <laughs> and the very last part of the episode is.
1: Batman is in the Batcave in bed and <laughs> and alfred gives him the antidote and mm-hmm. he says um um
0: uh, it's good to know or it's like i feel it's good
1: to know i live here or
0: i'm safe here something like that
1: and it's then I'm y- then here. then a bat like shades him from the sun cuz it's basically just morning cuz he's Called Batman and Bat Sleep in yeah, the kind Yeah, it kind
0: of reminds me of the, um, the bat symbol that we just got introduced to a few episodes ago with the shadow of the bat covering Bruce. I think it's weird. I wasn't expecting Bruce to be in bed in the bat cave. I thought he would be in bed inside Wayne Manor, but whatever. Solgaleo,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Uh tell me one thing that you really liked about this episode.
1: I liked none of it. What is it? What is it
0: going to take for you guys to like more episodes? You loved them in these last six. You just hated all of them. How about you, R.C.? I like action. You, there you, was you... action. There was action.
1: Well, not much
0: action. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. I... There... Yeah. Okay, let's, let's understand this. There will not ever be a Batman episode where they are fighting every single part of the show.
1: <laughs>
0: and if that's what you want, you're not going to like any of this. And you're also not going to like literally most of anything else. And in fact, uh, the shows that you watch don't have fighting all the time either. So, I don't know why you're getting so picky about it here. Arceus, Galeo doesn't like anything. Is there anything that you do like?
1: Um, I like the hotel. I just Oh, the spa? Yes, I love spa.
0: Even though we don't really get to see the spa, we just see the workings around the water. My favorite part, and they use this later in a live-action Batman film, was the Scarecrow getting doused with his own fear toxin? I won't tell you which Batman movie it is, but once you realize that it's the Scarecrow, if you can think back to this day, you would be like, oh, Dad spoiled this movie for me. So that's my favorite part. Aside from there not being enough action at every single point of the show. Same thing. That's what you what you don't like? Oh, you like the thing that I liked?
1: Yeah, but...
0: I guess the term...
1: I really don't like those hallucinations. They're like... Um, when, when I saw each and every single hallucination, I was, in my head I was just like, oh, crud. I'm gonna die!
0: So, because we've had dream sequences before with Batman, <laughs> and I think the last time he got dosed by the Scarecrow, his parents were very disappointed in him for not saving them, or something, no. I know that was a dream, he had a dream that they said that he didn't save them and they were sad. And something, I forget what the first one was, it doesn't matter. Y'all can go back and listen to Nothing to Fear and find out what Batman's parents said in that hallucination what about things that you didn't like arceus
1: um the the rat turning into joker
0: you didn't like that
1: (laughs) i was actually scared of it
0: (laughs) well i okay i think the part that i didn't like i mean it was one of those things where i know there's going to be at some point And in the comics, it was like this as well, where you just have to accept that everyone gets out of Arkham, but I was hoping that they would at least explain a little bit. Uh, Last time we saw the Scarecrow, they made a big deal of showing how he got out. So it's possible that they're just making us assume that the same thing happened, that an orderly let him out. Who knows? So that's what I don't like. I don't like plot holes. I like things to be tied up. I like closure. Let's rate this one. I'm hoping we're going to get something positive from y'all, but I know it's not going to happen. So... Uh, let's go with you, Sol Galeo.
1: I'll give it a solid five.
0: Out of five?
1: Five out of five.
0: Interesting. And how about you, RCS? Three out of two.
1: Three out of
0: two or three out of ten?
1: Three out of
0: two. Five. Well, that's more than... Three out of two is... There's two possible, so you're like you like it a whole lot more than the best. So if it's two out of two, that's the best. Three out of two is way, way the best. So we're going off of five batterings.
1: Three.
0: Three? Three out of five? Um, For not,
1: me... Not three out of five. Three out of one, I think.
0: Okay. You're not getting how this works. Every time that you give me a number and then a second number that's smaller, that's telling me that you like it a whole lot. If you don't like it a whole lot...
1: Three out of five.
0: Three out of five. Okay. I think I'm also three out of five. Maybe I'd go to a four because I liked the imagery of the... Yeah, no, i will go four out of four because I really liked both of his hallucinations. The one where his parents are running into what looks like a like a culvert or something. The, the fact that it turned into a gun, that was kinda cool. And just the sight of Two faces head popping out of the penguin's head.
1: Actually exploding.
0: Explode? yeah, exploding. It was like, rip pretty apart. It, it was
1: It ripped apart.
0: Yeah, it was pretty graphic. I, I kind of dug that. So I'll give it a 4 for that. But it's rehashing things that we've already seen. The only difference is that the Scarecrow was trying to affect a whole lot more people. Like, in the in Nothing to Fear... Well, actually, no. In Nothing to Fear, his plan was to drop the stuff all over everybody. And then by the time he got to the end of Fear of Victory, he was going to drop Fear toxin over the entire stadium. And then this time, he was going to do the water supply of the entire city. So I guess he's always doing the same thing. Trying to get a lot of people scared. But... Why is he trying to get people scared? Did did any of you catch why he wanted to get everyone scared?
1: So he could rule rule the world?
0: Not even that. He's not motivated by that in this episode. His motivation was just science. He called it the biggest experiment in mass fear ever conducted, which is why he got fired from the university in the first time we see him, because he was doing these grotesque experiments. So are there any words you would say to let people... Know that they should watch this episode or not watch this episode, um, or or, I have or a moral to, or a moral to the story.
1: I have nothing. Nothing. Me neither.
0: Are the episodes getting worse? Or are you just getting more tired?
1: I'm just getting bored.
0: Why are you getting bored? What are you hoping to see? Action. What if the show is not designed for action? Is there anything that that you can drama. find? Drama. Okay. What do you mean by drama? What is drama to you?
1: Hmm. Crying and and real scary moments.
0: Okay. When we watch the next episode, which is Beware the Grey Ghost.
1: Beware of the Grey Ghost. Beware of
0: the Grey Ghost. I want you to keep an open mind and accept the show for what it is, not for what you hoped it would be. Okay. Okay? And we'll see if that changes how you approach this. Because I'm going to admit, with this many episodes, not every show is going to be super memorable. But I had forgotten about this episode. But I am hoping I never forget Two-Face exploding out of the penguin's face. (laughs) All that's left for this segment is for one of you to send us off into our no-ads jingle.
1: And now, a word from our non-sponsors. Yeah.
0: No ads. We do this stuff for free. Average Joe Dad. Is this a charity? For the last half of our episode, we will be discussing Beware of the Gray Ghost, which was first aired November 4th, 1992. It is 32nd in the show order, but it is number 18 on the first volume of the collection. The creative team has a little bit of recycling. Tom Ruger returns as a writer and editor, but we have Dennis O'Flaherty. There's not a lot about Dennis O'Flaherty on IMDb, but if you look a little bit, you can see that he was an actor from the late 50s until around 1980 and then he switched over to writing. He wrote mostly for kids animation, but he also wrote a screenplay for a movie called Hammett, which stars some folks like Mary Lou Henner and Peter Boyle and literally no one else whose name I recognize so we're going to move on to Garen Wolf Garen Wolf as it appears in his IMDb credits, is largely known as a writer for soap operas. He wrote 374 episodes of General Hospital and 256 episodes of As the World Turns, as well as an episode of Tiny Toon Adventures and, and two episodes of Batman the Animated Series. So mostly sticking with the soaps, and I can respect that. you got to churn out a lot of stories about amnesia when you're a soap opera writer. And now to the voice cast. One of the first things we hear in this episode is the voice of Joe Leahy, or is it Leahy? Probably Leahy, as the narrator for the Grey Ghost TV episode that Bruce is watching as a as a young boy. And he is known mainly for the Transformers as the voice Razor Claw, at least in the TV world. That's what he's known for. In the role of the video store owner. We have Jeff Bennett, who has been around for a long, 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 long time. He's the voice of Johnny Bravo. He's he's one of the penguins of Madagascar, Kowalski. He's done a ton, a ton of stuff, mostly animation, but it is a very impressive list of credits, and you should check it out. Now, you're going to hear me raz this character, but the voice of the toy shop owner is Bruce Timm. Now, Bruce Timm is not known for being an actor. Not that much, anyway. He has so few acting credits. He says apparently he has 24 credits, but I try, I'm having trouble navigating to them. A lot of his voice acting is in Batman projects. Apparently, he actually voiced Two-Face in 2019's Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Which I don't remember if I saw that one. And he's played Booster Gold in Batman and Harley Quinn and various other things. He's been Thomas Wayne. But that is not why Bruce Timm is notable. Bruce Timm is notable because he is one of the chief animators behind this project and one of the creators of the show. That's incredibly important. He is pretty much the brains behind this whole thing. And without him, there is no show, Period. He was behind Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, the new Batman Adventures, where he completely redesigns all the characters, and Batman Beyond, which is also one of my favorite shows that features animation. So the dude is a legend. His voice acting? I'll let you be the judge. And then finally we have, as the Grey Ghost himself, Adam West. And I'm not going to give too much away about... How I talk about his role in the Batman uh, legend, but I think it's pretty funny. I will draw attention to the fact that he plays himself, Mayor Adam West, in Family Guy, and the send-up he does to himself is just amazing. I wish I'd known him personally. He sounded like a sweetheart. He's from up up our way. He was born in Walla Walla, Washington, which is, relatively speaking, to the rest of the country, very close to where I live, and I have friends who, who live there, and I've been there a few times, and it's a lovely place, and so, Washington State, we, we can claim Batman. Thankfully, he received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame before he passed away in 2017. And now, here's the review. So, we just finished watching...
1: Beware, Beware of, of the, the gray ghost.
0: ghost. Right. And this one starts off very differently from all the shows we watched so far. How does it start? Oh, I forgot what were our names from before.
1: <laughs> let's let's do check. I,
0: do I need to stop? Okay, yeah, stop. you need to check them we
1: We'll first. be right back.
0: Sol Galeo. how is this a different start to the episode than other episodes?
1: Okay, so... The beginning part starts with Batman in his young age with his dad watching The Grey Ghost, which is an old TV show that was, I don't know, well, it was, it was taken off the air, so, so the actor of The Grey Ghost wanted, after...
0: Don't get too far ahead.
1: After they kicked off The Grey Ghost from the television stuff, the actor of The Grey Ghost, Trent... His name is Trent, tried to find another job.
0: Okay, you're getting way ahead of us.
1: Sorry. <laughs>
0: that is where that is part of what's going to happen. So we start off, we're watching the show, and the show is all black and white, and when it moves from black and white to color, Arceus, what do we see? We see Bruce. Doing what?
1: Watching the TV show.
0: Okay, that's not what I'm... Mm. Before we see young Bruce watching the television show. We start cutting in between the Grey Ghost television show and, and the action yeah. of the show that we're watching. What's the first thing that happens?
1: A plastic shop blows up.
0: It starts off the TV show. It says Piedmont Plastic. And it explodes. Right? Mm-hmm. What happens in the Grey Ghost show?
1: Hmm. The Grey Ghost shows up and he sees the police. And, and the police officers give him a note saying. Give me one million dollars in cash, or the Piedmont—um—what uh, was it again? Bank, um, or the Piedmont Bank is next. Right. Signed a mad bomber.
0: Right, and so what happens in the Batman animated series—the action of the main show?
1: The Gotham P. B. O. Something.
0: The Gotham Plastics.
1: The Gotham Plastic blows up.
0: So Commissioner Gordon hands Batman. A note that says literally pay the up. same thing.
1: It says pay up to one million dollars, or Gotham Bank is
0: next. Is next, right? And then we cut back to Bruce, probably no older than five. No, it's probably. I think he might be older than that. He could be. It's. It looks like he's about the same age. Like it's just you know maybe within a year of when his parents die. So he, maybe he's not eight, nine, ten around there. So Solgaleo's age...
1: Nine and a half.
0: Who knows? But the point is, is he's not Arceus' age. So he falls asleep, so he never finds out how the episode ends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And when does Batman realize that this case of the Mad Bomber is connected to the Grey Ghost?
1: There's a burnt-up note that says, pay one million... In... We,
0: already, we already covered that.
1: Yeah. Um. These These so-called bomb reactions are going from the plastics to the bank to the art to the library
0: well again you're you're getting a little ahead of the story and that eventually becomes true I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to have you remember maybe it's not important Um, Bruce is having a dream and he's tossing and turning and he wakes up in a sweat and he realizes it's the gray ghost boom okay that's all I wanted you to say so what's his next step as a detective, to figure out how this copycat mad bomber is going to do next. Do you remember Arceus?
1: Watch the show. Why are you whispering? Watch the show.
0: He wants to watch the show. So where does he go?
1: He goes to the TV store.
0: Now this is a this is something that you're not familiar with because of when you were born.
1: Yeah.
0: But there used to be a thing called a video rental store. When I was your age, the video cassette player became very popular. But at first, it was a thing that you could rent from a store. You could rent a VHS tape, which I think we still have some lying around in the house, and a VHS player. Mm -hmm. And you could watch movies at home. And we eventually bought one. And my mom wore I don't know how many different VCRs out. Recording soap operas off the television, but we would often go to our local, you know, just around the around the corner video rental place. Or there used, used to be a place called Blockbuster, and oh gosh, there were other ones. There used to be a really cool one up in Seattle. I don't know if it's still there, called Scarecrow Video, where they would you could, they could find pretty much anything, like this guy in in Batman show, and what does he say, Arceus, when what does the what does the what does the video store owner say to Bruce when he asks for the Grey Ghost?
1: We don't have that one. Do
0: you remember why?
1: Sold out. <laughs> Not sold out. Oh, canceled.
0: Not quite. Do you remember?
1: Um, because the Grey Ghost was gone forever.
0: Nope. Because the studio burned to the ground.
1: Oh yeah,
0: and all the copies of the video were destroyed. Were destroyed,
1: but the actor has the remaining tapes of it, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Well,
0: later. we well we we'll get to that. He we don't know that yet. So how does how does Batman find? You called him Trent, Simon Trent. How does he find Simon Trent?
1: He goes to the library.
0: It looks like a library, doesn't it? It's actually it's like the. Oh, it's
1: like an actress thing.
0: Actor Guild, Actors Guild. So it's a union. So they have a rec- they were having a record of all. I don't know if this is how it actually is in an Actors Guild, but he was looking through books of actors trying to find whoever played the Gray Ghost, and he finally finds it.
1: Simon, Simon Trent. Trent.
0: Simon Trent. And and cut to Simon Trent in his apartment.
1: Mhm.
0: And what's Simon Trent's biggest problem, Arceus?
1: He needs to find a job.
0: Because he can't pay his rent.
1: hmm
0: So what does he... Uh, so, yeah, so he gets super angry, knocks a bunch of stuff down, but he, take, he boxes a bunch of it up and takes it down to this place to sell it.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: gets just enough to pay rent one last time, at least one last time off of the Grey Ghost. And I don't know how soon after he sells it, but he comes back to his apartment, and I mean, what does he find?
1: All of the things he... He sold.
0: And along with the stuff was a note. What was on the note?
1: Hello, Grey Ghost. Meet at the art studio. Signed the friend.
0: So he shows up and he's brought a box with him. What we find out later is his costume.
1: Mm -hmm. But he
0: shows up. He doesn't know who this friend is going to be. Turns out
1: it was Batman. He's
0: Batman. What does he do when he sees Batman? Runs. Arceus, why do you think he ran away?
1: Because he was scared.
0: It's one of those things that they always say in Batman shows and comics that bad guys are a fearful and superstitious bunch. It's like, why would you run from Batman if you haven't done anything? But I guess Batman's just that scary. At any rate, Batman goes from chasing him to getting ahead of him. Yep. And when Batman asks him for help in remembering what happened in the episode, Trent says that he made hundreds of those and can't remember any of those details. But as he's walking away, he hears a sound. and then right after this happens what happens in the action
1: explosion
0: was that that was at the bank right or was no yeah it was the art thing apparently they 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 skipped the blowing up of the bank in the story so that's enough for batman clearly trent knows something so they go back to trent's apartment and Mm -hmm. trent is about to call the police because Batman is harassing him But Batman shows him the note from the bomber That says the library is about to be blown up next And Trent decides to do the right thing Opens up a hidden compartment in his apartment And he hands Bruce a reel of film of that television show Yep what oh, hands Batman Batman goes back to the yep. manor
1: Yep, Wayne Manor
0: And what does Alfred make for him When, they watch the, when he watches the
1: Popcorn Makes,
0: makes some popcorn That's right Sounds like what happens here at home sometimes. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: So he's watching it and what did they discover was making the sound in that show?
1: It was a remote control car.
0: Remote control car. So he immediately tells toy car. A toy car. So he immediately tells Gordon and they know where the car is gonna go next, so they're waiting for the cars. And how many cars did they send? Three. And how's the first one get taken out? Shotgun? And the second one?
1: Flamethrower. Flamethrower.
0: She gets the next one.
1: Oh, sorry.
0: So what happens when... Sorry, Arceus. So, sorry, Arceus. So what happens when Batman catches up with the third car, Arceus?
1: He stops and he hears the car get hit or a penny rolling. That's what I thought.
0: Mm, I didn't catch that. Maybe. But when he, when he actually picks it up, what does he find?
1: The Grey
0: Ghost logo. Grey Ghost logo, and inside the car?
1: No explosives.
0: No explosives. Decoy. And then we hear...
1: More cars.
0: And he's he's and that third car led him into an alley with no way out. And then it cuts to commercial. On the other end of the commercial, the cars are coming to blow him up, but who bails him out?
1: Grey ghost. ghost.
0: How does he do that? The so, rope. He climbs up the rope. And gets away, and I'm trying to remember the how they the. All oh, right, so they take the one non-explosive car. They go down to the Batmobile, and all of a sudden, all all bunch of the toy cars, like mm-hmm. seems like 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 dozens of them.
1: Remember when they see who touched the car?
0: We're getting there. So they're coming in and they're chasing him. So they get in the Batmobile and they drive away to the Batcave, and now we discover. The Batcave looks like what?
1: The Grey Ghost Slayer.
0: Right. What does Batman show Simon Trent?
1: All the things he used to have.
0: Oh, which things?
1: The Grey Ghost figures or something.
0: Yeah, Grey Ghost figures and toys and and merchandise. They put the car on the fancy-dancy fingerprint scanner. Yeah. And whose fingerprints are on it?
1: Simon Trent's fingerprint.
0: And for a second, Batman's getting real, like, in his face and accusing him of doing stuff, and that's when he's like... I sold those months ago. And then he realizes who's the only person who could have that car.
1: It can't be. Who was it? The guy who ran the toy store.
0: Okay. They catch the guy in the toy store. And we'll get to why he did it in a second. But the action bit is that all those cars were surrounding Batman. How does Batman sometimes enter rooms?
1: Through the roof.
0: And sometimes he goes through...
1: The door. A
0: window. <laughs> he break, He often breaks things when he goes in. Like, you see it in... Like, we've seen little things like like Underdog, right? Yeah. And Underdog, he'll come in and come out through the ceiling. Like, he'll do more damage than is necessary, right? Yeah. So Batman <laughs> often comes in through a window. But who comes in through the window this time?
1: The Grey Ghost.
0: That pretty much ends everything, and they run out. Batman pulls the guy out with them, and the whole toy store explodes.
1: And-
0: now, let's go back. Let's back up a little bit. Why did this toy maker, this toy, not toy maker, that's a different character. Why did the toy store owner do all this stuff? It's the dumbest thing. D- d- it hated, was the dumbest reason ever, but go ahead.
1: He hated Batman.
0: No, it had nothing to do with Batman.
1: He wanted more money.
0: Why did he want the more money?
1: Because he wanted to buy more toys for more destruction. No. Why?
0: I don't think destruction was his main goal. It was just something that he had to do to get the million dollars because he figured if I have a million dollars, I can buy more toys. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's the only reason that he blew up at least four different things. Well, he he targeted four different buildings. When they were chasing Batman and the Grey Ghost and the Batmobile, there were like three or four more explosions. Like they blew up a car and they blew up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. What do you think of that as a motivation, Arceus, that the only reason that... You're blowing up things because you just want some money to buy more toys. No. Do you think we're ever going to see this bad guy again? Nope. That's my bet too. He doesn't even really get a name, but when his store blows up, he's
1: like, my toys, my beautiful toys. Just call him the the Mad Bomber.
0: I don't know. That seemed. I don't like that one. I think they should give him a. Okay, let's pretend for a moment because there's a character in DC called the Toy Maker. Who makes very destructive toys? But this guy seems like like a lesser version of that. What name would you give him if you could give him a bad guy name?
1: The Mad Bomber.
0: Well, the Mad Bomber is only unique. I mean, I guess you could call him the Mad Bomber because he named himself that, but he's still the, stole from the show. The Crazy Bomber. I think it's crazy
1: shot, maker.
0: I, I think they should give him something dumb like the Toy Salesman.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is so dumb.
0: Just because he's just because he's not a very interesting character. I mean. Mm-hmm. He just like, oh, hi, no one's buying your stuff. Yeah, I'll blow everything up so they give me a million dollars so I can buy more stuff. <laughs> Seems really dumb. It's I, I mean, so dumb. I think it's a very poorly planned gambit. And then how does the story end? Who wants to take this one?
1: Well, the toy salesman, <laughs> a.k.a. the Bad Bomber, Um, well, he gets arrested. And the Grey Ghost is signing a ton of the Grey Ghost copyright things.
0: Posters and merchandise. Yeah. yeah. And Bruce shows up with what looks like a box of videos.
1: Think so. I kind
0: don't of. Know. It seemed like there would have been too many episodes to fit on that tiny box. Maybe, maybe it was, <laughs> maybe they were predicting the box set of DVDs in the future. But that means, it's sort of implied. But that means that Simon Trent's copies were the only copies, and they used them to make videos for everyone to watch. Yep. Now. Bruce Wayne says something to Simon Trent about his experience watching the show.
1: You know?
0: He said, I watched this with my dad. Gregos is my hero.
1: And he still is.
0: Why is that sort of important, That's th- the what, way he said it?
1: That's where he gets his inspiration for doing the right thing as Batman.
0: Have we heard him say those words before in this episode?
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Did he say it as Bruce, or did he say it as Batman?
1: Batman.
0: So he said the exact same words to the same man twice. Once as Batman, once as Bruce Wayne. Do you think that he wanted Simon Trent to know that he was Batman?
1: Um, and Bruce Wayne tells it to Simon Trent, just Simon. Just just Simon Trent, and then the Grey Ghost.
0: Yeah, but okay. unlike Bruce, Simon Trent is not leading a double life as a crime fighter, other than this one time. So it's not one of those, I know who you are because we're fellow crime fighters sort of situations, right? Everyone is really happy with Simon Trent. Now all these people want to hire him and want to see him and, you know, pay him for his signature. Now let's talk about the actor who plays Simon Trent. What's the other Batman show that we watch?
1: Uh... Lego Batman? Batman Brave and the Bold?
0: The Batman television show, yeah, Brave and the Bold, which we just finished. We might have to do some, like, a select episode's review of that in the future yeah. um so that one that design of batman is very much at least the, the look of batman is very much based off of what is often called batman 67 it's batman 66 because in 1967 1966 there was a batman television show it lasted for i think two one or two seasons and had a movie and the movie is where we get bat shark repellent mm. That was something that they used in that show, which we've seen in the Lego Batman show and...
1: You mean the Lego Batman movie.
0: Lego Batman movie and the... And I think they used it in Brave the Bold. Now, the reason that I mention that is because the actor who voices the Grey Ghost is Adam West. And he is the one who played Batman live action in
1: 1967. 66! Bruh. You've yeah. got to be kidding me. No,
0: not, not at all. Um, I'll talk about... Before we got to this segment, I informed the audience of some of his other credits. But this is one of those things that's really, really cool for me because I've watched that show a few times, and it's really goofy. We can actually watch some of the old sixty seven batman
1: sixty six mm.
0: it's on the Roku channel.
1: Wait, so Batman soon knows Simon Trent and Simon Trent is an actor, but an actor is playing the actor <laughs> well
0: Simon that Trent. that has to, that, yeah. Of course. I mean, if you have a character in a show who is an actor, the actor will be played by an actor. Just like (laughs) the other characters are played by actors.
1: That... that, that, Do do, do you know why that's funny?
0: Because you say actor a lot?
1: No. It's because... It's because the person who does the voice literally does it... As an actor.
0: (laughs) Well, I will say this. really funny. Well, here's the thing that's interesting to me. Is that... Simon Trent, his big problem was what?
1: He can't find a job.
0: And why couldn't he find a job?
1: Because, what did his agents say? Because they all think of him as the gray ghost.
0: And that was the thing for Adam West. That show, that Batman 67 show,
1: 66,
0: is very silly. And Adam West for a long time had the same problem that Simon Trent did, where people mm-hmm. wouldn't hire him because they, they didn't think of him as a serious actor because he played this silly version of Batman. So they were basically writing a character to mirror the life of Adam West. The thing that's cool about Adam West is that he really leaned into it eventually. And he just said, you know what? People love me for this silly character, so I'm going to sign autographs at conventions and do all this stuff. So that's kind of cool. I really like that. That's a legacy thing that they that they brought him back. I don't know if there's any other actors from that Batman 67 show. Hey, dummy, it's 66 that get to voice characters on the Batman animated series. So now we get to talk about the things that we like and don't like and give our ratings.
1: Okay? I, 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 I think, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to give the audience this. I don't think there's a bad part or a good part for me. So I'm just going to cut it off for my good part and bad part because it's just really, really crazy and fun. Well,
0: that sounds good.
1: Yeah, so... I don't have have an unfavorite part.
0: So the whole thing is your favorite part? (laughs) And you hate none of it? Okay, I can't wait for the rating.
1: Okay, Arceus, what about you? The only thing thing that I hate is the blowing up. The thing I like is the Grey Ghost, I mean Batman, revealing himself.
0: Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty brave. I think we all, the audience knows why. I think this is cool. Um, it's a it's a pretty simple story. I don't like the. I I kind of wish that the bad guy was more complex, but it's fine. Um, uh, my rating for the show out of five batarangs, I was gonna say five for the nostalgia, but I have to give it a four because of the, uh, because the bad guy. Now I'm gonna go back. We're gonna go back around, so. You didn't like the blowing up. I think the thing about the blowing up is it's sort of a necessary part to the story. If we didn't have the things blowing up, then we wouldn't have a need for Batman in the story. It is at this time that Arceus whispers that she wants to go last. No, I think it's okay. I'm really, he said there's nothing bad about this, so I really want, want to end on his rating. So what's the rating you want to give it? Three. Three out of five? Okay, and you said nothing was bad and you liked all of it. Try not to scream it.
1: Five million five hundred seventy-six. And we're back. Yes, sir.
0: I was wondering if we'd ever come back to the ridic- ridiculous ratings. And
1: you... <laughs>
0: there you go. Nice work.
1: Uh... Remember when I did a one or a two or a five or something?
0: Yeah. All right. So that brings us to the end of our review. And next week... Or I shouldn't say next week because who knows how long it's going to be until this thing actually comes out. But let's let's make our guesses about who the stories are going to be about in our next episode. The first story is called Cat Scratch Fever.
1: That might be Catwoman or the new character who likes cats who made a human cat thing.
0: Oh, Tigress? Or or yeah, the bad maybe
1: guy. Maybe Tigris. Maybe. Or the bad guy. Oh, uh or didn't did
0: he... Oh yeah, that's right, because he's not dead. He needed help. And the second one is called I Am the Knight.
1: Ooh. That's geez, hard. D- d- that it's
0: wide hard. open. It's wide open. We have no idea who the bad guy's gonna be. Or anything else. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So that is the end of the episode. Sometimes you sign us off so you are aware, this is episode 17.
1: Okay. Okay. We've gotten into 17 episodes. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Yeah, that is not bad. Mm.
0: Are we, are we, now I'm not saying you have to, but mm. do you want to do the, do you want to sing us out?
1: For this, this is Indoor Train nation. nation. Episode 17.
0: Good enough. You have been listening to Indoctrination. You can find us on Twitter at Indoctrination or email us at Indoctrination at gmail.com. Share your suggestions for the final sign off and you could be the listener for the week. You should be able to find all this information and all recent episodes at Indoctrination.com. Rate and review us if your podcatcher lets you. I hope you are nice to us. Many thanks to my children for going along with this and my spouse for encouraging it. I promise I'll get to the dishes soon. For Sol Galeo and Arceus, I'm their dad. And to our listener out there, later gators. I forget. That's
1: alright. right. Uh, No, I don't forget everything. I forget some things. Actually, yeah, I do forget everything.
0: <laughs> my favorite part was.
1: And the spa.
0: Okay, my favorite Kinda. part of the. Okay, are you gonna let me talk or not?
1: He just wanted to buy more toys? Hey. He wanted more money! Yeah, uh,
0: sorry.
1: He wants I, so they, much they, money. Okay,
0: sorry, let's try that again give me five. give me turkey all right
1: this, this is the doll drain nation episode episode Tradition. 17 let's, bum, 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 bum.
0: let's try that again